Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to discuss the astrological energies from July 13th until July 20th, where we have a lot of action in the cosmos with numerous aspects occurring, as well as a very illuminating Capricorn full moon happening on July 13th. Then we will see Venus entering Cancer over this next week. We'll also have Mercury entering Leo, Chiron stationing retrograde at 16 degrees of Aries. We also have the official beginning of Uranus conjunct the North Node at 18 degrees of Taurus, plus a number of other transiting energies. So all in all, the middle of July is picking up the pace. There is more movement, more developments, more coming up to your awareness that perhaps you're truly feeling into. And that's because we have both the Sun and Mercury in Cancer right now, followed by Venus entering Cancer on July 17th. So we're really tapping into more of what's happening within our emotional bodies, what we're responding to, what we're sensing and feeling, how those energies are speaking to us, and what are they saying? What are they communicating that we're meant to understand? And in Cancer, it can feel like the energies ebb and flow. They come in, they come out. Something is very important and then you don't care so much as it moves away. So there is a bit of an inconsistency, if you will, but there is something that we're meant to trust in ourselves, that we're moving through some messages that are showing us more of what we need what we need, what we want, even things that we're ready to improve in ourselves. So we'll talk about all of this and more in today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining me. As with every podcast episode, I do hope that there is a message or two that resonates with you, that supports you, that even helps you tap into your own wisdom, your own personal knowledge and self-understanding, as this is one of the beautiful ongoing gifts of astrology. And astrology also shows us how we're connected through unity consciousness, how our energies can be very different, and yet we all have similar experiences experiences in the higher realms where we're all feeling very similar energies, but then they pertain to exactly what you're moving through and what you're experiencing in your world. So in the middle of July, we have this Capricorn supermoon that is occurring at 21 degrees of Capricorn. And I wanted to just start with this because I realized that you might be listening to this podcast after the supermoon is exact, but I wanted to illuminate the fact that when we have a supermoon, it is closer to the earth and it's brighter. So it's about 14 to 17% closer to the earth. It looks bigger, 14 to 17% bigger, and it's about 30% brighter. So you take this of how the moon is really lit up, bright, shining, glowing and strong. And as it reaches that full moon exact degree point, it reveals more within you that perhaps you didn't see before. But what is exceptionally significant is that this bigger, brighter moon 
in Capricorn is meeting up with Pluto, the energies of truth, transformation, evolution. But Pluto also holds secrets, what is hidden, what's under the surface, what you don't see, the dark side of energies, if you will, what is not visible. So with this super moon working with the energies of Pluto, bigger secrets and revelations are coming out. And there's things that we're going to be able to see, especially July 13th and July 14th, that we didn't tap into before. And this could even show you where you're ready to transform any type of limitation you've had in your energy. This could show you where you're ready to step into more of your authority, your truth, your power. There is also an energy here of being brutally honest with yourself around what is not growing, what's not working, what's not moving forward, because there's something here that you can evolve. You can see it in a new way and perhaps see where any of your own fears have been blocking you, where anything that you really want, you want to create, you want to experience, you want in your life, where is there this energetic block that you're willing to realistically see and assess and then make a commitment to yourself to evolve it or to at least address that fear head on. And I feel like that's one of the big energy signatures here, especially at a personal level, that we're going to see some things in ourselves that perhaps we weren't aware of. We just didn't realize that's what was in our consciousness or that's how our energy was operating. And that is a gift. That is an opportunity to move through something, to step through that doorway or enter into a part of yourself that has felt blocked, repressed, small, limited. Any type of fear that maybe you weren't aware of is rising up for us to see in the beautiful glow of this Capricorn full moon. And in fact, when the moon is in Capricorn, it's in its detriment which means it's furthest away from its home sign of cancer. And it's basically in an energy that is very different, oppositional from what feels like flow, what is easier to move through, what is more in alignment with what the moon naturally wants to express. So when the moon is in Capricorn in detriment, it is not an emotional moon, but here the conjunction to Pluto actually brings up a lot more under the surface that could be some powerful expressions and breakthroughs even. That would be one of the best energy signatures of this super moon conjunct Pluto. So stay aware of that in yourself. See what comes up. Look at perhaps what you're ready to fully own in yourself and in the Capricorn areas of your life. Now the opposition in Capricorn to cancer can help balance out our emotional body, what we're deeply feeling or sensing. Any way that we have built up some types of unconscious defense mechanisms or self-protection, anything we've created to feel safe, to feel protected, this could be a time when you realize that it's safe to be yourself. You're able to perhaps stand in your own authority 
own that fully and trust that there are new ways to remain in your energy that could feel even new and different for you. So keep that in mind because what happens with this full moon continues over the next few days and that's because the ongoing interplay between the sun and Mercury in Cancer, which will have a conjunction on July 16th, and then they will each make oppositions to this Pluto retrograde in Capricorn. So I feel like what we're sensing here with the sun conjunct Mercury in Cancer is we're really getting into a deeper emotional truth, tapping into more of what we need, what helps us move through our lives, what sustains us, what gives us life, what also feels energetically correct for you and supports your natural energy. And with this strong sun conjunct Mercury in Cancer, which happens on July 16th at 23 degrees, there is the sun's life force illuminating what Mercury in Cancer is contemplating, what you're thinking, what you're wanting to communicate, what's going on within you. But this is not a forthright energy. Typically, cancer doesn't just put itself out there or express itself openly. It needs to be in a place that feels energetically solid in order to do so. So there could be a lot that you feel like you're holding back that you're not sure of the words, you don't know how to say it. There's a lot in our heads, maybe a lot in our emotions, but there could feel like there's an energetic clog, like something is clogged up that you want to express, you want to say that's on your mind. And I feel like the energy is going to open up around July 17th when both Mercury and the Sun in Cancer trine Neptune retrograde in Pisces at 25 degrees because that Neptune energy does open up the flow, does help you connect to a bigger picture and also helps us with depersonalizing something. So it's almost like the communications this week could feel a little uncertain, a little convoluted or bumpy Something that needs to be said, maybe it isn't heard or received in the way you intended it. Maybe somebody took it personally. Maybe they personalized something you said and you're thinking, that's not what I meant. That's not my intention. That's not where I'm coming from. So there could be something that's being worked out, untangled. There's also something here that reminds us to keep communicating. Keep communicating even when it's hard. In fact, if you've ever been in a long-term relationship or you've ever been in situations at work, right, with colleagues, a manager, clients, there are times when the energy shifts and it gets a little rocky or things feel like they're going sideways or you're not certain what's going on or what's happening. And those are exactly the times we need to keep communicating because those are the times when it's easy to shut down, pull away, retract. That will depend on your natal mercury and how you approach energetic differences. But when you can show up with a desire to clear things up, put it on the table, reach a new understanding around, oh, this is what I meant. What did you hear? 
or what did you sense or what are you feeling? Because I'm confused. I don't know what's going on here. I thought we were good. I thought things were moving along and then something happened and I don't know what shifted. And you could feel that happening in various situations at times. And it might be really interesting to honestly observe yourself, to observe what you do when those dynamics show up. Because the strong cancer energy will shut down, retract, and pull away, go into a safe place to think it over, perhaps to overly spin in it, and then determine, well, how do I say what I need or say what I truly mean? So there's something strong over this next week in regards to communications, where it could be very healthy to pull back your energy, go into your hermit shell, retract and look at what you need to say or what needs to come across that's based on your true intention, as well as the importance of asking clarifying questions, which is where you say, so this is what I heard. Is that what you meant? Or what exactly were you thinking or meaning about blah, blah, blah? This is where you want to gather more information. Don't shut down, pull away, and let it be, especially if it's important, especially if it's unresolved, because there's energy here, as we'll see with Mercury in Cancer opposing Pluto in Capricorn at 27 degrees on July 18th, followed by the sun in Cancer opposing Pluto retrograde in Capricorn July 19th, where there's something that maybe you're just still processing and figuring out, but that doesn't mean it has to jeopardize anything. And this is actually something really interesting, again, to look at in yourself. When the communications aren't always connecting, what do you do? And be honest with yourself because Ongoing communication is a choice and it could be harder to choose that when things feel misunderstood or there's confusion or things are not clear and you don't know what's happening on the other side of the table, right? If you're negotiating something or you're in a deal or you're moving through a project at work and people have different visions, different ideas. I mean, communication is essential to our everyday lives, but to look at where we aren't showing up to communicate can also reveal where relationships start to weaken, where misunderstandings grow and grow, where things that you want to express or that are important to you maybe start to turn around, almost like this is where we can have energies of resentment or frustration or a sense of defensiveness or a strong reaction. There can be energies coming up that are showing you where you're ready to evolve your communications, where you're ready to show up with more courage and strength in what you need to say and what you're feeling and even what your intentions are. So keep that in mind that with this energy, there could be something that you're holding back and you could even feel it like stuck in your throat chakra or spinning in your mind. There could be an energy here that could even be honestly trying to figure out the best way to approach something. How do I say this? How do I express it? And in the energies of cancer, we tend to go back and forth. 
We go sideways. We don't know how always to direct the energy straight forward until there is emotional clarity and a clear intention connected to what you need. And so the good news is that the energy will strengthen on July 19th when Mercury enters Leo because Mercury in Leo is able to put something out there, to be bold, to be confident in the word choice or to express something that needs to be said and you're doing it with that connection to your solar plexus. So it's almost like the energy strengthens because now you're understanding what matters to you, what you need, what you want to say. But I feel like there's just going to be a few days here that the energy could feel like it's clogged. It feels kind of like this back and forth uncertainty. And one way to intentionally work with this strong cancer energy is to take your thoughts or to take whatever you're feeling is stuck in your throat chakra and put it in your heart and energetically listen to what the heart is saying, what you're feeling, what's going on within you, even that deeper connection to yourself, to what you need, to what you're looking for, and to honor that internally. So there is an energy here that wants to connect to your heart, and that could be the vulnerability. That could be the energy that you're newly tapping into or sensing, and it could feel uncomfortable and uncertain. Uh, There's also many times in our lives when we've learned to shut down our hearts, to not speak from the heart, to not put it out there, to not be vulnerable, to not open up too much. And those can be wise decisions in certain situations, environments, or relationships. It could have been a very smart choice to not be overly vulnerable But I feel like what we're learning, especially at this point in the energies, is that we're creating this very clear, solid foundation of our own energy that allows you to be all of who you are, all of who you are, and to feel safe in that. So it's also providing some space to allow these new parts of yourself to emerge or to come out. It also feels like there's more safety on the planet with the heart vibration, meaning there are more open-hearted people here awake and alive than ever before. So there's more ways to connect at that heart level frequency than ever before, But this is perhaps where you're growing or what is coming up for you. And even going back to what I was saying about this Capricorn full moon is that there could be a very interesting truth you're seeing in your own emotional world around where things have been shut down for you at a heart level or where something has been energetically closed or small. Now, the energy is going to feel more nurturing when Venus enters Cancer on July 17th. So we've been talking about the Sun and Mercury in Cancer and how each of them is going to oppose Pluto and that that's essentially the strong energy also in the Capricorn full moon. So you could be identifying where you have the Cancer energy and the Capricorn energies in your natal chart. Then Venus enters Cancer July 17th and she feels really safe in Cancer. She wants to nest. She wants to get comfortable. She wants her best 
blanket and she wants to enjoy the personal environment that supports her energy. This is a very feminine energy signature. And this is also the energy signature of wanting things to grow. Cancer wants growth. Cancer wants the energy to come alive and prosper. And Cancer is the first water sign in the zodiac. Cancer is the energy also associated with the beginning of summer here in the Northern Hemisphere. And that's when whatever was planted, established roots, and started to grow really flourishes in Cancer. So think of how this is a time when we're supported in our emotional growth, moving things through us, looking at what feels alive, what feels strong, what feels powerful, but from the heart. And what does that even mean to you? Because that will be different for each of us. But there's an opening here of energies that want to grow, that want to move forward and sprout into these new expressions that are truly personal for us, that relate to what we need. And so cancer gifts us with that connection to what we need and to hear it, to soften into ourselves, to soften into something that maybe we haven't really touched into before. And maybe this is where it feels, again, very vulnerable or even very uncertain because you could feel like you're accessing new parts of your heart for the first time. And that can bring up emotional programming that we've held for many lifetimes, including this lifetime, that could show you where it wasn't okay to be open or vulnerable. It wasn't okay perhaps to express your femininity or your desires or your needs. It wasn't okay to be emotional and share what you feel, especially perhaps with a parent or a sibling or in your home environment. These are all connected to our early unconscious emotional programming energies where we learned where it was safe to either open up or we needed to shut down. We needed to shut down, keep it inside, don't tell anyone, don't let them see you like this. They're going to think you're weak. They're going to think you're too soft. They're going to think you're too emotional, blah, blah, blah. These are all messages that are quite universal, unfortunately, because of how we were raised in certain expectations or certain programming around what it meant to be strong, what it meant to be solid, successful, what it meant to be able to even be perceived in a certain way. But the consciousness on the planet has greatly shifted. And so this is a time to check in with yourself around what parts of your emotional world, your heart, your feelings, your needs has been closed down and to look at where that energy is moving through you to open up and be seen, to be loved, to be understood. And it's where that energy could be speaking to you through another person, through others at work, through others in your life, and where that energy is ultimately bringing you back into yourself to connect with what you need. And that could be a huge need that you didn't feel like you could share with someone, or it could be a simple need, right? Where you're like, I just need more time to myself than what I'm getting on a daily basis. I just need at least an hour of time 
to be in my own energy. And that is one way to take care of myself. And cancer is about the self-care that we give ourselves that then allows us to take care of others. And then the other part of this energy signature, as we've been discussing, is how you communicate it, is how you show up and let others know what you're thinking, what you're needing, what you're feeling in a way that allows them to receive the messages or the communications without it being overly charged because the strong cancer energy can also be really reactive. It can be very defensive. It can come out as this huge burst of energy and it could be something that you didn't even realize you were holding within. So there's a lot around energetic management this week, especially around your emotional world and your communication style, including developing the ongoing strength to keep communicating even when it's hard, even when it's a difficult topic, even when you don't know where it's going to go or what someone's going to say. Part of what we're understanding is this deeper ability we have to remain in our sense of self, our self-love, our self-confidence. It's the part of you that says, no matter what happens, I will always figure it out. I will always know what is best. I will always land on my feet. I will always understand what I need to understand in every situation, every dynamic, every interaction. I will always tune into my energy and be aware of what messages I need to see, feel, and understand. And all of that is connected to our self-value, our self-worth of also believing in yourself and trusting yourself. So there's a lot at play this week and I feel like we're moving through some intense self-understandings and that could be part of the push. The universe could be pushing you to be more courageous and vulnerable at the same time because they are the same thing. Being vulnerable is a demonstration of courage. It's also a demonstration of confidence where you have the confidence to open up even when you don't know what's going to happen or where it's going to go. So this is meant to strengthen us and to bring us more knowingness around our own energy. I also feel this as softening to yourself softening to your own needs and understanding simply what is for yourself without having to muscle through it or push through it or think that there's something you have to solve or fix or figure out. This is a softening into those feminine energies of receiving, allowing, trusting, and also feeling like when you go into that place in yourself, That's exactly where God is. That's where your higher self is. You're returning home to your soul. You're returning home to the divine. And that is an energy that you can always go to for anything, even for clarity. So again, if you're wrestled up in something, if there's like tangled knots around something that's clogged, that doesn't feel like it's open and flowing, Go back into those places in yourself, connect with more of your God self and what is being revealed to you there. I'm also getting this very clear download that anything you need, you can create and manifest anything you need. And I mean this at that emotional place. 
And it's looking at where maybe you haven't had a belief system that supports that. So going back to early childhood, going back to your family environment or to parents or wherever you grew up, whatever you were experiencing became a belief system around your emotions, around your self-expression. And there could be opportunities now to upgrade that for yourself, to reprogram that and rewire that so that you're now understanding that anything I need, anything that is true for me, that is authentic to my energy, I can experience in a beautiful, powerful way. Because for all the ways the cancer energy can be soft and sensitive, there's a power to that. There's a real strength in that. And all you have to do to understand the power of the water signs is look at a roaring river. To look at how the river will flow and curve and be able to move over boulders, to carve out sections of the earth. Water is so powerful. It's a powerful force. So there's something here where we're really tapping into the power of what we need to trust it, to honor it, and to ensure that we have a belief system that connects to what you need and what you're feeling. So for all the ways this could feel vulnerable, it's looking at it as, no, this is emotionally strengthening me. I'm getting stronger through this. I'm getting stronger through the vulnerability or the uncertainty, and I'm moving through it with a new sense of myself that is also empowering. Now, during this time, we also have Chiron stationing retrograde at 16 degrees of Aries. And in fact, Chiron is hanging out at 16 degrees of Aries all month. And it is essentially bringing our attention to where we have 16 degrees of Aries in our chart. And Chiron is an interesting energy overlay to what we've been talking about because Chiron brings up the pain first, reveals the hurt, reveals what's upsetting or what got to your heart, reveals what you want or more about who you are in Aries, and then shows you where there's deeper levels of healing that are coming in now. And it's interesting because Chiron is an asteroid in the asteroid belt between Saturn and Uranus. And it is the energy signature of understanding our own weaknesses, where we didn't realize we had a weakness. And then our ability to open up to an alternative approach. See, Chiron was ostracized and thrown out. Chiron was a centaur in Greek mythology who was known for his wisdom in healing, but it's through alternative methods. So he had a lot of knowledge of how to heal with the earth, where you could use the resources in the forest to take care of the body. And he had this understanding that the body would have injuries and there would be things that would harm us, but there would always be solutions or ways to find what would be nurturing or supportive to what we were healing. Chiron was essentially the original alternative healer, and he was known for his ability to perform surgeries, to help others heal, to be the one who could apply the needed medicine 
And the other thing about Chiron that's interesting to examine is how he was actually wounded twice. He was wounded at birth by being abandoned and rejected by his family. And then he was wounded a second time as a physical wound through a poison arrow. So there's an emotional wound and a physical wound associated with Chiron's energies. And it also shows us how when we're able to work with multiple parts of our energies, we're healing at a very deep levels. Because what I was getting here around this Chiron and Aries energy, I was being shown the seven layers of the skin and how when Chiron pierces the energy directly, or rather when the energy of Chiron is strong in your chart, meaning it's interacting with a particular planet or point in your chart, or it's strong in your natal chart. It doesn't just bring up one single wound. It shows how they're all related. It shows how there's something you're working at, at a deeper core level is coming up to be realized and to be understood in yourself. And so even though Chiron is associated with two wounds, the emotional wound and the physical wounds, there's more here that can show you what you're healing even at multiple levels of your energy. Because I was seeing these seven layers of the skin as they relate to the seven chakras and how each layer of the skin perhaps could be correlated to the seven chakras. And then what does that energetically mean to you? Well, Chiron in Aries is the root chakra, that base level energy. So Chiron in Aries could also be going down to the core of a wound, going down deep into that base level of the skin. And I don't know what that layer of the skin is called, but it's essentially the root layer of the skin. And when that has been wounded or penetrated by something damaging, then we have the potential to heal it all up at a base level. So we have the potential to really heal it up for good, to look at something, understand it, work through it emotionally as well as physically, and to understand that this is where it feels like a very deep healing is occurring at a potential soul level around parts of your self-identity that were rejected, abandoned, uh, betrayed, the outcast. Uh, These are all energies of Chiron, And with Chiron stationing retrograde this week, there's something coming up for each of us at an individual level to look at what parts of myself have I rejected? What parts of myself have I not fully accepted and loved? What parts of myself did I throw out the window or where did I create my own perception of feeling orphaned, of feeling like an outcast, of feeling like I was kicked out of the mainstream. And that's essentially Chiron's experience 
was being kicked out of the mainstream. So there is something in the collective energy field right now. And as I'm saying this, I'm really getting the message that this is a powerful energy for light workers, star seeds, energy guides, those of you who have always felt like outcasts, always felt different, always felt like you didn't belong. And this Chiron energy is helping to heal you across multiple lifetimes of this energy because you were never meant to fit in to the mainstream. You were never meant to be one of the tribe of the status quo. You know, you're here to do something different, to stand in the brilliance of your own energy and to feel strong and empowered from that place. But there's the perception that if you're not a part of something, then you're an outcast and that can create a very deep wound, especially in the human experience where we look to belong or to fit in. We search for tribe. We search for others we connect to. That's part of our social programming. That's part of our neurological programming. We're designed to be social beings and to interact with others. But there could be some very deep scars here around how that hasn't maybe been what you expected. And I feel like what Chiron is really bringing up for us, especially here where it's at the middle points of Aries, it's really asking you to look at what makes you, you because of what you've been through because of how you're different, because of how your light is here to shine in a different way, in a new way, and where there can be damage, pain, scars, harm from the other messages you've received that felt like you were ostracized, rejected, you didn't fit in, quote unquote. And this energy is coming in so strongly. I mean, we've had Chiron in Aries now since 2018 and Chiron has stationed retrograde before. This isn't the first time, but something about this energy signature is even bigger right now where there's a significance here to looking at the wounds or the unconscious energies you're healing where maybe you are perpetually rejecting a part of yourself or you're not fully owning all of your energy of all of who you are. And we could relate this to what we discussed earlier in this podcast as well around any parts of your heart that have been closed down, any parts of your emotional world or expressing your needs that's been shut down. This is something that feels like a deeper activation. Now, Chiron remains retrograde until December, officially until December 23rd, where it travels back to 11 degrees and 56 minutes of Aries. So over these next five months, we're going to have opportunities to heal parts of ourselves that are looking and needing more self-acceptance. And this again is a softer energy because Chiron softens the ego softens us to ourselves, softens those Aries energies that can be on overdrive or overload at times. So for example, the Aries energy could be unconsciously competitive or unconsciously in its ego, unconsciously self-focused and perhaps too wrapped up in itself. 
Aries can be the energy of only understanding what you need and not knowing how it affects others. So the Chiron energy is softening us in these Aries parts of our lives so that we don't have to be so driven or there does not be that desire to demonstrate something or to be the best because Aries does want to be number one. And this is where Chiron is saying you don't have to be anything other than yourself. You just have to know yourself more. You have to know more of who you are and accept it. And that's all that really matters. So Chiron removes the ego. It can also feel like you're being pushed or required to do something on your own because Aries is very independent. Aries is a go-getter. And this Aries energy is also showing you where it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to need another person to lean in or support you. It's okay to want someone standing next to you or to be there for you. So this is also where that Chiron energy can feel very vulnerable because in Aries, you could say, oh, well, I'll just do it myself. I can take this on. I can handle a lot. And then Chiron shows you where you also need support and you need others perhaps to come forward and walk with you. So overall, this is a week to be honest with yourself, to be vulnerable with yourself, to have the courage to understand what you need, to also have the courage to keep communicating when it gets hard. And again, if you've been in any relationships or situations, you know that when communication shuts down, that's when the relationship starts to shut down. That's when things start happening that can be more detrimental or difficult. The more you communicate, the more you stay open to those exchanges, typically the better it leads, the more that can develop and grow from communications. So there is a strong communication energy this week, even though it might be something that you're going back and forth with at times. But then once Mercury enters Leo on July 19th, it could feel like you have more clarity of what you need to say or express. And it also could feel like it is coming from the heart, that it's coming from that very strong, courageous place in yourself and that there's something you're ready to bring forward or bring out. Now, we'll also have the sun enter Leo on July 22nd, so that will happen next week. But this is a time when the energies are very much in this Cancer energy signature, and we are being gifted with opportunities to be emotionally honest with ourselves, even when it's not the pretty things that we want to see all the time. In fact, in cancer season, it's okay to do your ugly cries. It's okay to let it out and let it flow and have the mascara flow and then feel like an exhausted mess afterwards. That's part of it. That's just a passing energy or a moving experience. And in fact, that crying is a wonderful energy release. It moves things. And this is the science of it too, of what comes out when we cry, the chemicals that are released. So if there's anything that, again, you're holding in or holding back, allow it to flow authentically through you. And that is a beautiful gift you can give yourself. 
Now, also over this week, we have the beginning of Uranus conjunct the North Node at 18 degrees of Taurus. And I've already done two podcast episodes for you on this energy, so I didn't want to spend much time on it in this Wednesday show. You can listen back to those podcast episodes that I did for you on Monday, June 27th and then part two was on Monday, July 4th. And these are energies that are ramping up now that are coming through strongly and we will be working with them for at least a good month. So understand that this is part of the energy signature on the planet as well as in our lives. This is the energy of breaking out, breaking through, the energy of liberation, of rebellion and disruption, a sense of even awakening to more of what you want. Because this energy is in Taurus, which is wanting an upgrade, wanting you to go for what is next, what you desire And to do it from a place of worthiness, to do it from a place of loving who you are, accepting your energy, accepting who you are, understanding the value of your energy. So the universe is saying, what upgrade are you ready for? What do you want next in your life based on a new frequency of valuing yourself? And that's where we're going to feel and see many changes, new experiences, new openings, as well as energies falling away and collapsing that are no longer in alignment with that frequency. And this will be at an individual level for each of us, as well as at a collective level. So in your chart, you'd want to identify where you have 18 degrees of Taurus, whichever house placement that is, and that's where you are ready for a drastic change, something to be elevated and upgraded. Taurus wants the best. Taurus wants good quality. Taurus is most definitely quality over quantity. So there's something in your world that maybe you're understanding. You're ready for the next level. You want better. You want more. And then there's other things that are falling away. They no longer connect. They no longer interest you because they're not part of where you're going. So there is still strong Taurus energy. And one more thing that's coming through that I do want to bring up before I end the podcast is that the South Node in Scorpio is where we're all moving through something intensely within ourselves, where again, the emotions can feel big. You could be perhaps moving through some things in your past or some energies that are really uncomfortable. And this is where when we're very conscious of these energies, we can then use this strong cancer energy signature that we've been talking about to tune into more of what we need that we haven't experienced maybe in the past or previously. Because the south node in Scorpio is about what was, where you've been, what is already ending or completing or moving out. And we had that big energy as well with the Scorpio lunar eclipse in May. So things have already perhaps felt like they've been moving out or lightening up, but there could be some residue. And I'm energetically seeing that as like the darker, heavier pieces. It kind of looks like a tar or it's like that heaviness of something being 
stuck and you could flush it out with this cancer energy we've been talking about where you could just understand something like, I've always needed this and I've never experienced it. Or my heart requires this and I'm afraid I'm not going to have it because I haven't experienced it yet. So there's this interesting connection going on between what you've been through, what you've experienced, any of that emotional residue that's actually helping you get clearer on what you do need next and to own it, embrace it, understand that that is a message of truth and that can help you release any of that Scorpio residue that is expiring or is already gone. Because again, it feels like, especially with Scorpio being a fixed sign, things can just sit and it can just spin. And there can be something that you feel like you never let go of, like it never leaves, it never fully leaves. But I feel like we have support here by being very honest with ourselves, which is something that Scorpio requires, being brutally honest with yourself around how you showed up or how another person showed up or what that experience was, just being brutally honest with yourself and allowing that to be something that redirects you and you use that wisdom going forward. So again, there's something about the south node in Scorpio that's still important to understand. But during these strong cancer energies, it feels like things can start to move or perhaps be unclogged when you connect the dots. When you connect the dots about what was, let's say, emotionally unsatisfying, that alone can give you the wisdom to understand, now this is what I do need or this is what I do want, especially if it's connecting directly to your heart and what you're feeling at deeper levels of your own being. So what a week we have. I hope this has been beneficial and helpful in some way for you and your journey. And I certainly hope it helps highlight some themes that you may experience over this next week. For those of you who have asked, yes, you can get the July monthly soul growth astrology program right now. You can use coupon code Leo to get it for 11 bucks. And that is available on my website as well as a link below this podcast. And there has also been an extension on the 50% off of the solar return course which is where you learn how to read your solar return energies for every year including this year and it will show you what themes are coming up for you in the year ahead so for those of you who have july august september birthdays this may be a wonderful heads up a great way to look at what the year ahead holds for you on your solar return and you can get that for 50% off with coupon code BIRTHDAY. And I'll have that below the podcast as well. You can find all of these courses and more over at my website, mollymccord.online. And I hope that that information really helps you know more of your own energy, especially during this very dynamic time on the planet. As always, thank you so much for joining me. I will be back with another episode for you on Monday. July 18th. And also just a heads up, there will not be a podcast on Monday, July 25th, as I will be traveling and offline, but there will still be the Wednesday podcasts. So there will be one July 18th, but no podcast July 25th. 
Thank you all for joining me. I look forward to connecting with you again very soon. And I wish you a beautiful week ahead as we ride these very big waves of the Capricorn supermoon. See you very soon.